Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John Orson Staku, as you might know me on Twitter, the executive producer here, and I just want to thank you for watching. It really means a lot to us that people watch, listen to, and enjoy our shows. If you want to help us keep making these shows as fun and lively as they can be, please join your fellow fans in supporting us at our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms, or by subscribing to our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms. It really means a lot to us that the amount of you who do support us continue to do so, especially our $25 plus tier supporters on Patreon. Antitonic, Catwater Flame, Samantha Bates, Maureen Monty, and Gravity Alexander. Every little bit helps, so thank you to all of our patrons and subs. Check us out on Twitter at Final Show Films and on our website at www.finalshowfilms.com for updates, go live notifications, and more. We love interacting with you, so feel free to tweet at us or email us at finalshowfilms at gmail.com. That being said, please relax and enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Missing Madam of Miskatonic University. I'm John. I'll be your keeper for this evening, and I'm joined today by Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron. I'm playing Amelia, who I'm realizing that I totally did buy dots of medicine, but didn't put them in, so I'm going to have to check my spreadsheet and see and how that happened. Mara. Hi, I'm Mara, and I'm playing Dr. Nina Thomas, uh, not a medical doctor, uh, who is an FBI agent and forensic surgeon. Yes, the forensic surgeon, not a medical doctor, not an MD. No, there's a this difference. Is a very important distinction. You work on dead bodies. <laughs> yes. Before we delve into the world of Call of Cthulhu for all those watching and listening at home, understand this is a world that thrives on horror, on the unsettling, on making you uncomfortable. So there may be themes and aspects of this story that are particularly unpleasant for some viewers, and in those cases, there's a perfectly valid response to stop watching or listening if you feel you cannot. For those who remain, welcome to Call of Cthulhu. When last we left off, Amelia and Dr. Thomas, uh, who has, still has the Dr. Honorific because you don't have, have to a be a medical doctor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, were investigate had been brought to the scene of the Miskatonic University in Arkham, Massachusetts, uh, sitting as it does astride the Miskatonic River, where they were investigating a missing persons case that has gotten a bit out of hand as far as the local sheriff's department is concerned. A local sheriff's department that seems to consist entirely of of consistently slightly smaller but still all very well and large built women that look like they wrestle bulls in their spare time. Specifically, they had come out to investigate the missing, the, uh, the disappearance of a Professor Alice Deerleth, one of the archaeology professors, as well as three other students: <clears throat> Gerald Baker, a track and field athlete; Cassandra Wynn, a archaeology student who recently discovered what had been classified as dinosaur bones on one of the test digs that the university has. Uh, this causing some consternation because the archaeology department is not the paleontology department. But they don't have a paleontology department. <clears throat> and Robin Faulkner, a anthropology student who has also gone missing. When last we left off, the two were heading towards the car, towards their car, in order to move it around to the other side of the campus and begin their initial investigations. Having notified the sheriff that potentially there might be something worth looking at at dig site thirteen. 
the dig site in question where the bones of what Dr. Thomas had discovered to be a whale of some kind, and there's definitely something fucky about that whale. Yeah, it's weird. It's real weird. Too many holes where the eyes should be, and too many tentacles for a whale. Also the bones spiral. Also some of the bones spiral, weirdly. Having taken some samples from the bones, Thomas returns to returned to her criminal consultant, Amelia, and they went to their car. So, as you get into the car and the dulcet tones of Bing Crosby playing, uh, singing uh, Making Whoopi is the song that was playing, um, come over the radio as you begin to circle the block heading towards the other side. Are you intending to park at the hotel and walk across the street to the dorms, or are you trying to park at the dorms? Um, I think the dorms. We had... It, it was only, like, um, the afternoon right now, right? We were, yeah, it's about, we were, it's about 3, 30, 4 o'clock. So yeah, we wanted to um, go and check out the dorms and then go on to the Baker Estate, right? Think that was the plan yeah and and i think the dorms were the last place on campus we had yeah yeah right now so mm-hmm. so you circle this you circle taking a right onto taking a right onto south garrison street and then another right onto west college street as you circle around the other side of the quad uh pulling into the designated parking for the dormitories though this is not designated parking for the dormitory students as none of the students typically have cars this is more designated parking for visitors and the like you park and step out entering out uh, stepping out once again back onto the quad into this massive two-laned uh sidewalk that's walks between the two the western and eastern dormitories The the dormitories are both Continuing the gothic aesthetic of the university, large squared buildings with <coughs> rather shallow, with rather rather shallow steeped roofs. Um, interestingly, these buildings have uh, grotesqueries atop them, uh, which is mostly interesting only because students here are taught very early on the difference between grotesqueries and gargoyles. The grotesqueries here are not the typical kind that you would see, these sort of demonic imp-like creatures with large wings and gaping maws. Instead, they have a more aquatic nature to themselves, which has never really been something that anyone's drawn too terribly much attention to. Though for some reason, Dr. Thomas, your eyes are taken to the slightly spiraling, tentacle-like nature of these entities. They look kind of like if you were to mix an octopus with a with a traditional grotesque, rather than simply the demonic hunched forms. You still have the open... You still have the gaping open maw sort of staring out into space, which occasionally gathers water, but does not inherently have water flowing through it naturally. Uh... Spread wings that see spread bat-like wings and just from the lower half rather than feet sitting down It's just tentacles wrapping around the various protrusions that they sit upon I had forgotten about the architecture hmm. Um, well, we're here to talk to I believe uh, As I look through my notes the name um, the name you were given um, was Arthur Wingate Peasley uh, oh, okay. To be Robin Faulkner's roommate, uh, which as a name you do recognize, uh, Nina, as Wingate Peasley is one of the historic families of the Miskatonic University. 
their family has always had a professor here um okay. or two what was the full what was the full name again arthur arthur wingate peasley wingate peasley okay and he is robin's roommate former roommate or roommate we will not say former not yet <laughs> And again, the Wingate Peasleys are known professors here. In fact, uh, Professor Nathan Professor Nathaniel Wingate Peasley and Professor Zarathustra Wingate Peasley are both uh, a married couple that live that work at the university. Right. Well, it's got important family, so um, maybe what to. Just keep that in mind. Um, of course. Any relation to the important family uh, of his roommate, or that's his roommate, right? No, uh, uh, that's Faulkner is the roommate. Sure. The the ah. the important family of the town is uh, Gerald Baker. Of our missing Baker, her. You don't have to roll for this, Nina. Um, the 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 Winsgate Peasleys are a old and respected family of mm -hmm. Arkham. Um, mm -hmm. They are not a wealthy family, though. Okay. So they 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 have that they have that sort of venerated status of having been here forever, but okay. they're not like they they were part of the town founders. But not okay. all the town founders have done well in their history. Got it. Particularly is, the ones that decided to go into education. Is the Baker family then new money type of? Yes, the Bakers are the Bakers are gonna, the okay. Bakers are new money. Okay. The no, uh, the Bakers are new money. These are this is a founding family of the town, and um, there's a couple of professors. All right. Pretty much always. I'd suggest our priority is seeing if he can give us any more specific than didn't show up to class sense of when he last saw his roommate, how regularly he normally sees his roommate. I agree that that is a good that's a good angle. Also, any um, changes in behavior? We don't know that much about Robin's um, Robin uh, Robin's. He might also know movements. If Robin was in a club with someone else that went missing or something. True. All right. And um, Ronnie again, um, uh, Deerlith, Professor Deerlith was the anthropology professor. So archaeology. Rob Robin may have. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Archaeology professor. Yeah. Okay. Um, did we get? I know we were also looking over like class lists. I don't think we had gotten those yet, right? No, you haven't. You haven't gone. Yeah, you, yep. those yeah. are because all yeah, the class of, lists and stuff they'll pull for us tomorrow. Yeah, uh, I think Amelia managed to get. I don't know because they're making copies, so now you wouldn't have anything yep. right now. Yeah. yeah. No, I did copy down all the information from the one person whose records were stored there, which was Robin. So you would know that Robin. So uh, just... right, Robin was the one who I know the grades of and stuff. So yeah, so Robin. I'll hand over that list and information. Uh, yeah. Was well, a C student, right? Basically, a C student. Um, was enrolled in the anthropology class as well as the psychology classes and then all of the basic sources it seems like they were going it seems like uh, z was going for uh, uh some sort of combined uh 
uh, uh, degree, possibly going into the subcategory of the psychological anthropology field. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, aside from their basic classes, their professors are um, were uh, Tyler M. Freeborn, Professor Tyler M. Freeborn, uh, who is the uh, anthropology professor. Okay. Uh, and uh, uh, Professor Zarathustra Wingate Peasley, uh, who is the psychology professor. Okay, I will. I will point that out to Amelia's um, uh, a uh, relative of the roommate as well. Right. Also, Zarathustra is a very good name. It, it is. <laughs> All right. Cool. Let's head in. Uh... So you approach the dorm. Uh, very easy to get past campus security, who is currently on stand, as you simply produce your uh, FBI badge. Badge, yep. <clears throat> which... Halts any and all questions that may have been present previously, <laughs> as they have been informed that the FBI were on campus and are con- are conducting an investigation. Yeah, I will what point out that here? I can guess. Yeah, I will point out that which um, area my car is in, in case there is any question as to absolutely parking permits. <laughs> Your car is also very different from all the other cars that are there in that it is not, like, decorated at all. It's just sort of solid black company car. Yep. Uh, you head inside up to the third floor. Farthest, uh, our farthest uh, room on the corridor next to the window. Uh, knock on the door. Room, that's uh, three... 3G. Um, you knock on the door. There's a bit of a rustling. <clears throat> and then the door opens. And standing before you is a the lean muscled build of a track and field athlete. Uh, fair skin. Uh, very light blue eyes and sort of a pale red hair. Pale uh, reddish blonde hair. Uh of a young masculine figure, uh, definitely, you know, uh, uh, sophomore age looking, mm-hmm. uh, who sort of looks like he was just getting ready to go out for a run. You're looking at wearing those like, you know, track shorts and, uh, and, uh, cut off, uh, cut off t-shirt with the number of his, with his sort of track and field number on the back. Oh, uh, hello. Can I help you? Yes, uh, Mr. Wingate Peasley? Yeah. I am (laughs) Dr. Yeah, flash the badge. Uh, Agent uh, Thomas, we have a few questions about your your roommate who's gone missing, Ah. if we may. Uh, Yeah, sure. Um, Come on in. And he opens the door up and lets you in. Uh, you see a room. You see a room divided, uh, not by any typical means, uh, but this is a 
these rooms are fairly spacious. There is a there are doors to the left and right hand side after you come in on the common area, indicating two separate bedrooms. Uh, but it seems that uh, for whatever reason, the room has been painted two different colors, perfectly bisected down the middle, mm. uh, with a with a um, sort of a light purple on one side and a light green on the other. Uh, just straight down the middle. Yes? Do I think that this is like recent paint or paint that's been here for years and years because someone did a psych thesis? Give me an appraisal check. Yeah, can can I do that as well just sure. from having been in dorms like this? You can give me either an appraisal or a history check. I'm going to go history. That seems more accurate for me. That's a critical fail. That's on. Yes, it is. Oh, wait, no, that's Amelia. Mine didn't roll. Um, oh, that's right, because that's not how you roll in this. <laughs> Hang on. Still a fail. Uh, uh, Amelia, the, the, the clashing colors just hurt your eyes, and you're not really. It's. Oh, boy. It's not old. You can definitely tell that it is not old. This is fairly fresh paint like like this there it hasn't it hasn't like weathered enough to be that darker color it's far too light for it to have been here for a long time definitely within the last year this was done um uh, as for nina college was weird <laughs> you don't really Fair. remember Okay, fair. Also, I think I was living in different dorms, just like medical student dorms. Yeah, you right. were, you were, you were, pro you were living where the, with the medical students rather yeah. than the, right. the quad camp, the quad dorms. I make a mental note that this is hideous. <laughs> um, on the left and right, so on the left and right, there are both. There are two separate desks, sort of in the living area. There is a couch. There's a couch on the far wall that has also been bisected in these colors. Um and oh, the couch is bisected in these colors. No, the oh. the the walls and the couch. Every oh, like goodness. the walls and couch are both bisected in these colors. Did they paint the couch? Yes, it looks like. God. <laughs> yep. Uh, there are various papers scattered around both writing desks. Some in very neat stacks. Some in more disheveled stacks. Uh, some in these, uh, you know, in these uh, uh, brown uh, uh, binders that are, you know, to keep things organized. Pencils, pens, papers, uh, all manner of things. There is a chalkboard on the left-hand side, on the green side. Um, there is a chalkboard on the wall above the desk that has a series of arcane tally marks written out in chalk. And a very bad handwriting, whoever it is. And on the other side, there are more traditional sports paraphernalia, uh, pennants on the pennants on the wall, uh, a couple of you know a couple of different trophies, as well as uh, as well as a few portraits, sort of few family portraits, which sort of indicate immediately that the purple side is Arthur's side. Um, in addition to that, there's bits of food and things scattered around, but it's fairly neat. Aside from the jarring color, it's a fairly neatly kept common area of this dorm. Uh, Arthur moves towards the couch and sort of indicates a pair of sitting chairs that are on either side. Uh, you can, uh, if the couch or the chairs are more comfortable, whichever you'd like. I take a chair. I'll sit on the couch. Mm. 
He pulled... Which side? I think this is important. <laughs> Which side of the couch? Purple or green, or down the Whichever middle. Whichever one, like wherever seems, cl- you know, sitting so that I can face the other people in the conversation is probably so, the part. So which? So then I guess that begs the question: Which side of the room are you? Which side of the room's chair are you sitting in? Uh, I am gonna sit on the. I'm gonna sit on the purple side. I want to look at at the the roommate's side mm. or the uh, Robin's side of the room. So uh, Amelia, you're probably sitting on the green side of the couch, so you can face sure. the others. Yep. Uh, Arthur pulls up uh, his the sort of wooden uh, wooden desk chair, uh, pulls it over and sets it down, and sits down, hands on his legs, looking very much like the so now what kind of pose. <laughs> Just have a few questions about where. Um, first, when did you last see your roommate? Ah, uh, he sort of starts to think. Uh, they were working on their thesis uh, for this year. Uh, the morning that they disappeared, actually. Um. Uh, now that I'm thinking about it, they they asked me a question about uh, economic ramifications of certain aspects of their 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 thesis, and I spouted some stuff off and at, went to the field. Um, when I got back from classes, they weren't there, and it was a couple of days before I had heard that they hadn't shown up. Um, not not unusual. They tend to, you know. Whenever something gets into their brain, they just sort of run wild. Wasn't unusual to have a fear roommate go missing for a few days. Um, around what time would you have come back that day, if you remember? He sort of thinks about it. Um, would have been in the, would have been in the afternoon. So. Uh, <clears throat> Probably around this time, he sort of just sort of shrugs and indicates. Uh, today's been a bit weird, but yeah, can imagine. Um, as Aaron runs through the missing persons questions from CSI, <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you know if Z had any connection to the other missing students? Less off the name. Um, Z had been talking with Cassandra, uh, uh, for because f- uh, Cassandra found those bones, and uh, uh, Z and Cassandra kind of knew each other a little bit. Cassandra's helped out on uh, a few of their um projects. He says, indicating the paint around the room, as if that has significance to either one of you. Um, but no, I think I'm. I, I mean, I I knew Gerald. Uh, we are on you know track and field together. Um, he's one of the senior team. I'm on the sophomore team. But we'd have exercises and work out together. But uh, I don't think Robin knew him at all, or I ever interact. As far as I know. What sort of projects had Robin been working on? Um, well, 
He sort of gives a bit of a sigh and points at the colors. Uh, Z was working on a couple of different um, theories for their uh, anthropology and psychology degree stuff. Wanted to know, you know, what what being in extremely colorful environments constantly would do psychologically to their roommate who didn't really know this was happening until they came in uh, one day after all the painting had been done. Uh, and other... Nina doesn't laugh. Other, I do. Other, other projects like that, but mostly I, I... The only ones I really know about are the ones that they asked me for help on, which was, I think, their their most recent paper, but that's about it. And, uh, Do you know if uh, Robin was particularly close to anyone? Did they, did Z have uh, any partners or close friends that came over regularly? Uh, not really. Uh, boy, that way. I decided he was going to lamprey onto me. And has now decided that he doesn't want to do anything. Anyways. Mm. Um, no, uh, Z didn't... I mean, Z went out and partied. Uh, but I don't know if I'd call any of those people, like, like really good friends. Um, I think pretty much I'm the only person that really stayed around Zer all that much. Any idea where Z generally slept when not coming back here? You'd mentioned that that this wasn't the first time. I know. Uh, Z will go uh, whenever whenever school's particularly stressful. Z would go out and party at a bar and find somebody there and probably go back to their place. Any particular bars? Um, uh, mostly on the north side of the river. Um. I went to one with Zim once. Uh, was... I I don't care a ton, John, but just like for references, I how old is Robin? Because that would have been on the student of twenty two. Okay, yeah. Sorry, I was like freshman going to bars and picking people no. up. Sophomore, ah. sophomore. Hmm. Um. Still. Yeah, yeah. And, and depending on when you go into college, that number yeah. means that's yeah. a different age. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, uh, they were they were twenty two. Um uh, what was it called? Um Right, uh the pickled Irishman on the northern side. Uh northern side of the river. It's actually on the river, but just on the other side. Uh, get up off off the bridge, take a left, and it's halfway down, I think. All right. Um. You mentioned uh, they had asked you questions for the for the thesis uh, in the morning. They disappeared. What was that again? Oh, um, Z the Z's currently working on a paper about uh, 
the uh, working on the connection between psychological traumas and areas of expertise. Uh, talking about how you know people that experience tragedy tend to seek that tragedy out in others is the is the pitch that has been drilled into my brain for the past month. Um, they were asking about uh, economic factors that might extenuate certain circumstances, like you know, um, person living in the slums experiences you know has their family uh, killed in a burglary ends up becoming a burglar could economic factors be at hand or would that be distinctly linked to uh the psychology of the event i threw out some numbers about crime rates in uh in low income areas and then left the, went out the door right all right um as uh let's see anything else we would want to ask um Last known location, stuff they've been doing. Uh, I think as I stall for time, just in case Aaron has something they want to add. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, you give me an idea, roll if you want. I will. I am also, because I just thought this as I do. Um, they had been taking a, a class with uh, a relative of yours. I'm not sure how close you were. Uh, extreme success. Uh, uh, so a couple of things um, you could ask about. You could ask about, you know... Uh, if there was any particular reason or connection that Robin might have had to the river as to why that was where they particularly chose to go for a bar, there are certainly mm -hmm. bar. You you saw some bars on your way in, so that's a very yep. that's a very specific location to go to. Mm -hmm. um, you could ask more about you know Arthur's connection to the professor to sort of get some basic information about there. Mm -hmm. um, you could ask more about why Arthur would be particularly the one that Zay would ask for that kind of information, because that's very specific information, and why necessarily wouldn't they go to a professor? Something like that. There's a variety mm -hmm. of... <clears throat> there's a couple of different angles you could go on still at the moment. Yep. I go for the the uh, professor. Um, oh, uh, that's my nun. Uh, Zarathustra? Yeah. Yes. Um, does... And they were working on a a combined degree. Yeah, um, I'm pretty certain uh, they were going for uh, uh, psycho psychological anthropology or whatever, however you put those two words together. Um, mm. Yeah, and yeah, they're the the psychology the psych professor is my non uh, Zarathustra. Right, um, and. Then do you have any idea why are are you studying economic uh, effects of on social social <laughs> social factors? Is that why they asked you for? Oh, I, I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a poly econ major. Uh, that's why. 
<laughs> that would make sense. All right. Never mind. Um, and what was the other one? Um, there's quite a few bars, different options. Um, did, did Robin go by the river a lot? Do you know if they ever went and visited that dig? Uh, with Cassandra. Um, he might have gone to the dig. I don't know. Um, I, I Z had some weird fascination with the river. Um, I, and he actually here I can show you. Um, he sort of walks over to the the other side of and where there's sort of that workspace and pulls open uh, one of the desk drawers, reaches in, flips through a couple things, closes it back, and sort of uh, walks back over towards you and hands you a little like a little bound notebook. Um, which, if you open up, you see yeah. is actually sketches of the river um, <laughs> at different locations. You sort of see, you can definitely see, like, there are sketches of the river from both sides of the bank, looking mm -hmm. at specifically, like, sort of the fish town and the, the various places there. Uh, and and uh, Fisher's Town is kind of a slum. Like, yeah. it's not... It's not explicitly a slum, but it's, you know, it's where all the people that fish the river and work on the river live. Um, and it's definitely a drastically lower income area, uh, yeah. than the rest of the, than the rest of the city. Yeah. Uh, so there are very interesting in these sketches, there are very interesting sort of distinctions drawn between the fairly ramshackle buildings of the river, uh, in contrast to the Gothic architecture of the city right behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, are any of the pictures dated, uh, anything like that? I'm, I'm trying to get a sense of like how long this lasted when they, it might've started. None, none of them are dated. They're all, they're all fairly detailed sketches, but none of them have any sort of date or anything. It looks like this is probably reference material of some kind. Okay. Hmm. And there's no indication like, um, changing seasons. No, no. It's okay. mostly so just, they, it's mostly yeah. just architectural plus the river. Okay. Right. Um, does it have any? Does this have any connection to the tally marks over there? I point over at the the chalkboard. No, the no. Side, right? the, the tally marks. They were keeping track of how many times I commented on the ugliness of the colors of the walls and wanted to get them painted over. Ah. I don't know why, but they seem to take a particular enthusiasm in marking my irritation. Well, for what it's worth, I agree with you. Do you have any other questions? How, like, does that seem like probable cause levels of annoyance? <laughs> Give me a psychology roll. <laughs> Just went. Look, because he's, snapped. he's playing it off very casually, which usually people don't do with incriminating things. Yeah. Um, I think I'll make that roll as well. That's, sure. You can both give me a psychology roll. I like it. It's good. Psy uh, it doesn't matter because they're both 80 psychology or psychoanalysis psychology specifically okay. yeah no we have no idea this guy you, could ro be you rolled a, a praise <laughs> oh yeah, yeah you, you, you rolled a praise Aaron <laughs> oh <laughs> I think the setting thing is oh right the yeah, the little 
triangles are not the select a role things. Little yeah, triangles. no, that's that's to mark if you've roll. succeeded. Eighty, hey, which you can nice. now mark. Barely a success. Uh, so I mean, from this, this is it. Doesn't actually sound like he's all that irritated at all. Uh, it sounds this is the this is the talk of somebody who is best friends with someone and is being sardonic, um, <laughs> like th- this. Uh, you but with that with that success, you can tell he is using humor to mask his concern. He is right. very very concerned about his friend, and so like is sort of is sort of highlighting the frustrations of being a roommate. In order to stave off that concern, do you know anyone who would maybe want to hurt Zer? Or did Z have any enemies, rivals? None that I can think of. This is a uh, like Z wasn't in a particularly competitive field of study, um, uh, at, at least not as far as I could tell. Um, and you mentioned Z went to bars to um, have somewhere to go for the night frequently. Is there ever any time where Z mentioned that going badly or someone being overly attached? Let me give him a history roll real quick. <laughs> it's a good one. Look, I've watched a lot of episodes of Criminal Minds. Got, yeah, fair. He, he got a four. Um, now that you mention it, yeah. Um, there was one guy. Um, was a one of the. Uh, they hooked up with a with a like a like a fisherman at one point. Um. And when when they got back the next day, the, uh, they were talking about how dude was kind of creepy, like like even more creepy than a than a than a you know a a a barfly hookup creepy, like um just like was using weird language, like talking about how they served a master or something i it, it really wigged them out and they didn't go back to the bar for a couple weeks after that hmm. how long ago was this that was a month ago i think no a month and a half ago Hmm. At this point, I'm probably just looking to see if Nina has anything else. As I remember that my name is not, my character name is not in Roll20 yet. Yep. Um, I think that's pretty much it. I, I can't think of too many other things. Um, you, can give me another, you can give me another idea roll if you'd like. See if anything, sure. else, pops, see if anything else pops in your brain. Hey, um, yeah, those extreme you, you you both recall that he did say that he was a track and field athlete, um, and specifically knew Gerald Baker. While oh, it's that's not, right. yeah, while it's things. not the same line, while it's not the same line of questioning, you could ask about Gerald Baker while you're here. Yep. Right. I will. Yes. Forgot about that one. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what idea rolls are for. <laughs> yep. 
You mentioned Gerald mm-hmm. being on the same track team. Yeah, he's on the uh, senior team. Do you know if he was particularly close with anyone? Oh, Gerald. Uh, Gerald is uh, everyone. Like Gerald's, you, you know, you know when you uh, uh, when you were in school. He says, assuming that the two of you, that's been a long time since both of you, because he's a college student and doesn't know tact. Um, <laughs> nah. Like, like, you know, when you guys were in school, like, you know, there was always that one person that was just like the person to know, you know, uh, that, that's Gerald. Like everyone, like everyone loves Gerald. He's you know, like star, the star of the track and field team. Um been that four years running, you know, pretty certain he was gonna graduate with honors to cum laude, you know, like uh just just a really great guy. Like aside from track and field, was he any any clubs or sorority <laughs> fraternities? Gerald would be in fraternities most likely. I mean <laughs> depends on the night. Um fair. Uh yeah, no, no, uh, he was in um Ah, oh, what is it? Um, as I look up Greek alphabet in order to figure out what this fraternity is called. Mm-hmm. Alpha, Delta, Gamma, Zeta. What are the other ones that you use in math? <laughs> Sigma. Pi. Pi is good too. Uh, da, 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 da. If Pi 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 isn't already a sorority or fraternity, Pi, can Pi, that be the baking one? Yes, I would join that one. That was so I fun. would join that one. Yeah, it's a good uh, one. You know, he was a part. Of, he was part of uh, Omega Psi Zeta. Um, as I just pull up a Greek alphabet list on my right hand side. There you go. Uh, he was part of Omega Psi Zeta. Clear. None of us know enough about sororities and fraternities to make jokes about specific ones so these are not yeah yeah also it's my universe so the, the fraternities and sororities can be named whatever the fuck I please yeah <laughs> no more I'm not it there's a lot of pride on national chapters and that's awesome and mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh yeah no he was a member of, he was uh, omega omega Psi zeta um he's actually actually uh he's in charge he was in charge of recruitment as well uh you know poster boy and all that um clubs i mean mostly he just did his thing like you know hung out with hung out with the frat uh hung out with his friends and did track and field it looked like he was uh he was planning on going to the olympics when he was older like you know that was his that was his whole thing. Hmm. And as far as you know, he didn't have any other associations with any of the other members of the missing persons persons. I, mean, I don't know why I said that word that way. I mean he and Cassandra are both seniors. They might have known each other from just being seniors, but like as far as I know, he didn't hang out with like Robin or anything. Um and I I don't I mean I don't keep track of who Professor Dealers hangs out with, so Alright. Um 
and you're not particularly close with him because so far you're the single link between. I mean, as close as any of the guys in Dragonfield are, but I mostly stick with my guys on the sophomore team. I understand you were probably practicing, but did he seem off his game, uncomfortable at all? No. I mean, dude never seems uncomfortable, though. Like, he's, like, he's always, like, on, you know? Like, all the time, so I don't know. Yeah, and I'm trying to remember, um, did Robin and Gerald go missing about the same time? Gerald went missing first. Okay. Uh, then Cassandra. Got it. Gerald went missing, then like a week later, Cassandra went missing. Got it. Then a week later, Robin went missing. Yep. And then a few days later, Alex went missing. Got it. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Well, if you remember anything, um, that's... I don't think I have anything else. Do you, Aaron? Like questions? No, well, I don't think so. Yeah. Well, if you remember anything uh, else about Gerald or Robin, um, or hear anything about them, please let us know. Reach out. Um, you can get in contact. Uh, probably let them know to get in touch with the police with the sheriff's department that you could probably you could also let him know that inter- they can, that he can reach you at the hotel miskatonic yeah yeah i'll 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 give him the the hotel number mm-hmm. yeah yeah the, the 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 desk clerk would be able to point him to you so you don't have to give him yes. anything else in case any in it if anything else occurs to you thank you for your sure. time uh no problem um thank you guys for coming out and investigating as he very awkwardly tries to find the end to this conversation. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I, I stand up and um I I'm going to keep this as evidence for now. Um as sure. the, the notebook sure. that he handed me. Yeah. With the sketches. Uh exit. Do you uh give me an idea roll real quick. Okay. We exit. Um we're not actually. That's a critical fail. Let me look at Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, make one as well. So mm, right. no. Nope. You're good. Exit away. Yep. <laughs> Got the notebook. That's it. Yep. That's all we need. You, the two of you, exit. He closes the door behind you. You find yourselves once again in the hallway outside the room, in the middle of the dorm. Oh, heading back. I feel like I'm seeing after him. It just, I blink a couple times. <laughs> it's just this vague purple and green over yeah. and everything. Well, no, it wouldn't be a purple and green aftershadow. It would be a whatever the deprivation colors are for those. Yeah, it'd be the inverse. So it'd be mm-hmm. it'd be blue and yellowish red somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah something along those lines. Yeah. Anyway, I'm. <laughs> Trust a me, I get after him, which is very easily. Yeah. Right. Anyway, once we're back at the car. Mm-hmm. So, Jer, one, we have three of our missing people directly linked to this di- this bone discovery. 
Yes. Okay. Not so strong link. Though the fact that Robin was frequently off campus and even as fre- and as frequently gone for days at a time, he might engaging in frankly risky activity. He raises questions about where they could have gone. Where is he? He went missing. Mm. And exactly when. Yes. I am I'd be very interested to find this 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 hookup that made such an impression. Maybe, but it's all so possible that that Z ran into another person and who at the bar. Already. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, I, I think I'm going to the Baker's next. Asking yes, there. That does seem to be the case. And by that point in time, it will probably be about time to check into the hotel. Yeah. yeah. I would imagine. Doing some quick calculations, assuming that you have a similarly linked in, uh, conversation with the Bakers, um, it'll take you about probably another hour or so to get back here. So mm-hmm. at that point, it'd be around five thirty, six o'clock. So yeah, it'd be around time to start yeah. checking in. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep. So I think the plan is to drive over there. All right. Yep. So you hop in the car, turn the radio back on, and take your drive. The uh, cars of the era do not drive nearly as fast as ours do, but still plenty fast when compared to on foot. So uh, you briskly set off uh, up the road, heading past the traffic barricades that the police have set up. Um, easily waved through with the uh, with the uh, the uh, uh, plate on the front of your car reading FBI. Mm-hmm. Um, um. Well, not it's an FBI plate. It doesn't just say FBI. But well, anyways, <clears throat> just for any pedants out there, um, uh, crossing over the crossing over the bridge, uh, that heads to the northern part of the city. Uh, you notice uh, specifically you're going up the uh North Peabody Avenue up the bridge. Okay. Looking out over to the side, <clears throat> you see as you go, you see a series of ramshackle houses on the southern on the southern edge of the of the river. Uh, out in the river, beyond the other bridge, immediately to you, to the uh, to the side of you, you see what looks to be a large island, just sort of in the middle of the river, uh, and you sort of get an idea as to how big the Miskatonic is at the moment. You you knew this before. Uh, Nina, but you you'd forgotten. It's been so long since you've been here. The Miskatonic mm-hmm. River is huge. Like this is a major travel lane for shipping vessel for for ships uh, for uh, cargo ships in particular. Um, traveling up and down uh, into the heart, uh, further into uh, into Massachusetts, and then back out to the ocean. Um, <clears throat> coming into some of them, some of them do dock in Arkham, though not many. Uh, the uh, industrial dock. The industrial docks are further up, uh, further upriver from where okay. you're, from where you're at right now. And on the northern side, but <clears throat> just the you sort of thinking back to that collection of bones and thinking to the, you know, just 
putting putting two and two together and thinking it would have probably taken up not an insignificant chunk of this river if it were here. This is probably as big as the river is, it's probably not big enough to sustain something of that size. A creature that size? Yeah, a creature that size. So it probably didn't originate here to your mind as you're thinking about it. Hmm. Let me keep that to myself right now. It's... But eventually the I'm uh, theorizing. Do you do you do the two of you have any conversations on the road or do you just listen to them? So, do you have any theories? Nothing concrete so far. Um, there's a still trying to tease out the connections between everyone <clears throat> and um, where they all like. I can't shake my curiosity in in the the dig site. I definitely, after we have uh, finished the interviews today, wish to go back and uh, get some lab space established and take a look at these. I, I took a sample. Uh, I pull out the vial and like show you. Um, Eyes on the road. You're driving. I am... This I'm a perfectly the, safe driver. This is the 1920s. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> we don't even have seatbelts. Yeah, you don't have seatbelts, as a note. <laughs> no, we don't. But I like to. I, I'm also. Yeah, I like, yeah, I like yeah. to think Amelia's lounging I'm, in the back seat. Know how easily distraction attention can be distracted. It's my job to distract it. Yes, Absolutely. yes, this is true. No, I just like the idea that Amelia is lounging in the back seat like it's a like it's a you know like it's a full on couch. Oh yes, like it is. <laughs> yes. Yeah, just eh, eyes on the road, oh, darling. <laughs> so what if we approach it from the other direct? We don't know how these people are connected, but with you know when, or at least he's when one of them disappeared. Mm. Whoever this the attacker is, assuming there's someone and who managed to not be in several times, but is able to who without arousing any suspicion and get up up to a very central point of campus is powerful enough to take take down an adult woman. Woman, admittedly one who was distracted and to remove her or her body he, again without anyone notice true even after the alarm had been raised very true but chose to move at night so probably not someone who could walk onto campus during the day or it would be someone who would have an easier time mm, not necessarily i if the other the other disappearances did not all take place at night as far as we know but we also don't know if any of them even took place on campus true <clears throat> we'll need to figure out narrow down when the other two went missing, and if, if we can further narrow down and own when Robin was last seen, and 
Yes. I would suggest uh, visiting the bars. That might be something you may be better suited to do without me. I am, after all, quite clearly a an FBI agent asking questions around. About a missing 20-something. Yes. Food for thought. John, how public are these disappearances? Are they like local news or something that they're keeping pretty quiet? Uh, definitely local news level. Like it's, it's something that's been in the papers, something that has been going around that the entire town definitely knows about it. I think I'm probably better suited, as you said, but it's worth mentioning that had, the town knows these people disappeared if they've been reading the papers they might have even seen a sketch and connected that that's that's someone they've seen before at the bar bartenders tend to have good facial recognition it's kind of the job yes that is true Assuming, assuming the conversation is in, yeah. Assuming your conversation yep. is over, you arrive yep. outside the Baker Estate, nor on the northern side of the Freedom Plaza. Uh, hang on, I just toggle a few. Check the box that says I'm online at work. Uh. <laughs> that's rough that's fine we keep track of our own time so it doesn't necessarily matter I just have to remember to click it um anyways you arrive at the northern side of the the, the freedom plaza uh, uh, independent square sorry independent square which as you turn it is this large uh, it's sort of a festivity zone like there's it's an open grass field with a large memorial in the middle um <clears throat> looks to be a revolutionary war memorial <clears throat> um and you know very it's fenced in but very clearly one of those places that are dedicated to like events mm-hmm. um nothing currently going on it's currently serving as a memorial park they have uh, a pavilion there's usually a pavilion there is indeed a pavilion you can actually see it on the map no take a look it is right there uh, and the the estate is actually immediately to the north of it. So, turning over, turning right onto East Kerwin Street, you pull into a parking spot on uh, on the Independence Square side, uh, and look across the street at a massive mansion that looks like it was probably at one point two different buildings that sort of like got two different uh, you know of these Gothic architectures that got internally cobbled together. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like they were probably built side by side, so there wasn't a gap between them, anyways. But somebody bought it and restructured it and moved a doorway around and it is now one fairly large mansion which uh, to your mind Nina is pretty typical of new money they'll move in and sort of rearrange things as they like because they like the facade but don't care about the history yep um 
gated off with uh, <clears throat> gated off with a ringing bell at the with a ringing bell at the gate, uh, and large privacy hedges surrounding the building. Go up, ring the bell. Ding, 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 ding. You can hear the you can hear the uh, conjointed ringing of a secondary bell on the inside. Uh, looking at the contraption, you can tell there's there's definitely a line that's like buried in the ground that goes all the way back and back up into the house, so they can hear it ringing inside. Uh, after a few moments, the front door opens, and a very well put together elderly gentleman, uh, uh, fair skin, gray hair, uh, wearing obviously a butler's outfit. Uh, pristinely clean oh, white gloves. Hello, um, I understand this is the Baker Estate? As he comes down. Yes, uh, Richard Arkwright, the butler of the Baker Estate. How might I assist you? Mamelia, this is Dr... What's your last name? Thomas. This is Dr. Tom- Thomas. Yes, we were hoping to ask the family some questions about Gerald? Yes. About Gerald. Ah, I see. Unfortunately, the Bakers are currently out entertaining, uh, the, uh, entertaining with the Arkham family at their, at their mayoral residence. However, if you'd like to come in, I could certainly answer some of your questions. That would be lovely. He sort of unlocks the gate, and, uh, Nina, the Arkhams are still a major family in the town. Yep. The mayor has almost always been an Arkham. Mm-hmm. So. Um, <laughs> it's weird. When your name's on everything, it's like you can get elected really easily. Yeah. <laughs> it's so- like that thing where frequently people who share names with major politicians will accidentally get into office. Yeah. Weird yeah. how that works, right? Someone will see the name Joe Biden on it, and it's a completely unrelated Joe Biden who has never once in his campaign claimed to be that Joe Biden. Yep. But, yeah. But yes. Uh, so, yeah, that, that would make sense to you, Nina, that the, mm-hmm. uh, the, the new money is kissing up to the old money to try to maintain some level of political, you know, power in the city. Yep. The butler unlocks the gate, creaks it open for you, and ushers you inside, closing the door behind you. Inside, this is a very well-appointed, but obviously very modernized uh, uh, home. The, 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 what would have been stone floors of the original Gothic structure have been replaced with, uh, with, uh, hardwood, very well-polished hardwood, but definitely hardwood. Um... There are all manner of aluminum fixtures and fancy new refrigerator, electric refrigerators, and a very large electric radio and jukebox in one corner of the living room. Um, this is this is this is new money that embraces the term new, mm. like everything brand new. Uh, you know, there's a new Victrola player on one off to one side. There's a new radio. There's a new jukebox. A new refrigerator, a new oven. You know, you're pretty certain this house, as you step in and feel the warmth of the house compared to the relative chillness outside, they have gas heating, which is brand new. (laughs) Very fancy. Like, this is cutting edge technology, internal heating. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um,. 
<clears throat> and the the uh, the butler leads you over to a very well appointed sitting area uh, that seems to have that seems to have taken its stylings after sort of a Victorian Gothic, um, a modern take on the Victorian Gothic furniture stylings. Uh, all the all the very elegant gold plated you know uh, edgings and trimmings on a very ugly uh, patterned cloth. We all know what that looks like. We all have a grandmother who has who has at one point had a couch that looks like that. <laughs> um, and he pretty sure it's still there. <laughs> he has you sit down on one couch. He uh, would you care for some tea? I'm all right, thank you. No, thank you. Very well. And he will take his place, sitting with again the very picture of a butler. Straight back, legs down, hands clasped in front of him, looking at you straight on, waiting for any questions. So, when was the last time you saw Gerald? Uh, Master Gerald was here... Would have been two days before his disappearance. He primarily stayed with his fraternity on campus, but he was home having certain urgent discussions with his uh, father. I see. How frequently did Gerald come by? Uh, roughly once a month at the very least for any number of reasons, primarily so that he can uh, he could retrieve his monthly allowance from his parents. Um, and aside from that, any particular issues he might be having that would require their particular oversights. Did this particular... Their time seemed different, particularly stressful or contentious. He sort of takes a breath and thinks about it. And uh, make a psychology roll for me. Yeah. This seems like things. Success. Fairly <laughs> high psychology. It's good. Um, Nina. Hey, somebody, somebody thinking, you know. Yeah. Amelia, this is somebody who is trying to word his next sentence very carefully so as to not bring any sort of um so untoward, get in trouble or yeah, yeah, and and also to not to not make the situation seem untoward because that yeah. would be scandalous. Yes. Uh, Gerald and his father have many disagreements. Um, that they tend to vocalize fairly loudly whenever they interact. This was not an unusual disagreement that they were having. I see. What was it about? Particularly Gerald's desire to continue on in his studies to become an Olympian. Uh, Gerald's father would rather him take after the family business more than interest in Olympic medals and sports. What was Gerald studying at the university? Uh, aside from aside from his you know, basic uh, education, he was interest he was interested in languages. Uh, specifically learning a variety of foreign languages, though, again, his father would rather him have gone into finances and mathematics. 
Uh, did, did Jared mention any particular her concerns? Anyone who might have been after him or angry with him? Uh, not in my presence, no. And frankly, it, as as difficult as he might have had a time connecting with his father, it would astonish me that he had any difficulty connecting with anyone else. Young Gerald, young Master Gerald is quite the charismatic individual, very capable of getting people to follow him or uh, agree with him in just about any circumstance. His father being, quite frankly, the sole exception. Do you know of anyone in particular he was attached to or spent more time with, friends? Unfortunately, my purview is that of the Baker's estate, not necessarily their personal lives, and Gerald living on campus makes it particularly difficult to keep tabs of anyone he might have particular friendships with, unfortunately. So he never brought anyone home? Not to my knowledge. Not since middle school. Right. John, any other roles I can make? Anything else that I... Yeah, you can give me an idea roll. Okay. You can always give me idea roles. Let's do those. That was a success. Alright. Also a success. You're full of ideas. Uh, so you have you have acquired the fact that Gerald had definitely had a tense relationship with his father, but didn't seem like he had any tense relationship with literally anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, it might be worth figuring out what the uh, uh, what the schedule of the of his father is, uh, considering that that's the only person you have you know heard about having a bad opinion of him. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd definitely be worth figuring out a time when you could probably get an interview with him. The butler won't be able to tell you much about their interpersonal relationships, either because he doesn't know it or because he definitely wouldn't be willing to share it. Um, but that is something you could potentially press the father about. Yeah. Well, I'm going to set that aside for the moment because that seems like a thing I can ask next. But... Um... How was Gerald's relationship? Um, wait, that's not a good way to phrase that. <laughs> I hate charisma characters. Why do I keep playing them? <laughs> um, I'm trying to find a way to phrase asking about Gerald's mother, who hasn't been mentioned. Uh, yeah. You've you spoke uh, uh, as an example. Uh, an example. Um, we haven't heard much about Gerald's mother. Uh, what is their relationship like? If you could tell me. Uh, what what's Gerald's relationship with his mother? Like you didn't mention. Um, as any mother to a child would be, she dotes on him incessantly, which is part, potentially part of the particular stresses that occur within the family. Um, she is ever proud of him and wishes for him to seek whatever future he would like. 
looking around, you can see uh, 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 portraiture of the family. Mm-hmm. Um, all three of the all three of the bakers uh, have this. Uh, what you would classify as what you would you would probably classify as. Um, very very much uh uh um modern african american stylings like they very much have the you know uh just to clarify for my benefit modern for the time period modern for the time period um uh, for the time period as altered by it being an alternate history yeah they have that not that part i was just like yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's like modern, modern. No, no, no. That nineteen twenties modern. Would probably be surprising. Nineteen twenties modern. They have the 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 very picture of fashion in their portraiture. They have the proper hairstyles that the uh, of the, of the era. Um, uh, Gerald seems to have a bit of a, a um, shaved on the sides and let slightly grow longer on the tops. His father his father's hair is uh, very you know. Uh, maintains its natural maintains its natural curl but is very tightly you know uh kept kept very tight to the head uh um mother's hair is in dreadlocks and sort of hangs fairly loose around her shoulders and back um height of fashion clothes for the time uh, of of the era um they don't and none of them seem to be smiling in their portraits, but that's probably just because that's how you portraits take a long time to paint, and by the end of it, you're not smiling anymore. Yeah. Also, you're not supposed to smile. Yeah. No. Um. And no other relatives in in the portraits. No other siblings or anything. Not that right? have, not that have been not that have been seen. No. It seems like. Okay. Uh, it seems like uh, Gerald's an only child. Uh. And you see the names on the portraits. Uh, his father's name is George. George Baker. Um, and his mother's name is Marlene. Marlene. Um. You, um, said that Mr. Baker would prefer that, that, uh, Gerald, uh, continue into the family business. I, I'm afraid I'm unfamiliar with the family business. Ah, yes. Uh, Master Baker is a financier. Made his money. Made his money on Wall Street, uh, aligning the interests of other extremely wealthy individuals and corporations, and in doing so, cutting off a fairly tidy sum for himself. Gerald was not interested. Um, yes, no. And these visits for an allowance, those would happen once a month? Correct. When was the last one? It would have been the few days before he disappeared. Right. Um, so not connected with the visit where they had the argument. No, that would be the same visit. Yeah. It would be the same visit. Okay. Got it. Hmm. 
beyond that, I can't think of anything else. Aaron, Aaron, you've wandered away. <laughs> um, the uh, the the last bit was the the you also had the idea of you know setting up figuring yeah. out when you could meet George, uh, George yeah. Baker. I figured that'd be probably the last thing to ask about, so I wanted to make sure we didn't have anything else. Um, well, I'll just do it. Um, uh, I think it would be helpful for our investigation and, and to assist in our efforts to locate Gerald if we could speak to Mr. and Mrs. Baker, if so, at all possible. Certainly. Uh, where are you staying? I can inform them and they can drop a line whenever they're available. At the Miskatonic Hotel. Oh, I'm familiar with the desk clerk. Uh, we can have a message drop delivered to your room with details upon further inquiry. Excellent, thank you. Um, that wasn't so, that wasn't him. That was me looking for the word. Yep, the yep. Um, so we we got uh, told them where where our hotel is. They're going to send a line um, to get us an appointment with the bakers. I didn't have anything else. Did you, Aaron? Any other questions? No. That is enough. Okay. okay. Thank you so much for your time. Absolutely. Allow me to show you out. Thank you. And he will escort Exit. you. Escort you back to the gate. Close it behind you and return back to his duties. Yep. You're once again on the street. No. I was saying you're once again on the street of East Kerwin Street. Head back to the car once we're in the car. So. No. Gerald was well liked. We definitely need to talk to his father. Yes. Gerald was the second disappearance, right? Or the third? The first disappearance. First. Let it off. And there's, yeah. It seems unlikely his father's been involved, given that we're mostly here because the family kept raising the frustration. Yes. But it's not impossible, especially if his wife's unaware. Indeed. I asked to speak with, with both of them. Um, Depending on how that goes, we may yeah. ask questions separately later, but... Well, it sounds like everyone at the fraternity is going to be able to tell us nothing and everything about Jared. Yes. That is Hope, nothing well, of substance, but a lot of fun stories. <laughs> yes. Unless he had any any connections to people that the butler would not know. Which is very possible, but it does match up with the story from his track teammate. It does. Yeah. Gerald's the odd one out, though. He is. If, and if Robin wasn't specifically in psychology, they were specifically involved. Z was specifically involved in the bones. Mm-hmm. And 
the person who I can only think of as Cassandra Nova at the moment, which I blame Jeremy for. Cassandra Wynn. Cassandra Wynn in Discover the Bones and the Professor. The professor ugh, was the professor uh, of archaeology. So. so, yeah, was the professor responsible for them. So, if someone's targeting those related to the related to that, Jared would be an outlier. Yes, we need to figure out why he was targeted, mm-hmm. or if he's even part of the same disappearances. Might not be. It could be unrelated. While the timing is very suspicious, I think it's worth considering that any individual member of this pattern could be an unrelated college stress or bender-related. Yes. With the exception of the professor, who's also the only one whose disappearance was in any way witnessed or documented. Mm-hmm. The... Yes. I I would be interested in continuing the investigation into the Gerald side of things um, with asking at the fraternity, just in case there's something we have not heard yet. We need to narrow down when people last saw him. Lots yes. of people go in and out of fraternities all the time. If he lived there we should be able to get a pretty detailed. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, that went shorter than we probably thought. Do we think we have time to go to the fraternity? Um, it'll still probably be about, <clears throat> it'll still probably be around six by the time you get back okay. uh, to the area, uh, yeah. which I mean, is not, is not that late to go to a fraternity. No. Yeah. Um, though the later we go the more likely we are to walk in on unrelated illegal activity yeah which which I mean can be its own sort of hey I'm gonna ignore that I'm a consultant it doesn't matter if I do it yeah um Um, were we also considering going out further um, t- the winds live in essentially a suburb, right? Yes, that was a thought. It is getting late to go to a family house, though. Yeah, definitely. I would leave that for tomorrow. Um, personally. Uh, the winds specifically live in uh, the fishing town along the river. Okay. Okay. On the north so, side of the river. Yeah. Well, actually, that's a question. I This is a historical era question. Mm-hmm. In, like, modern era, typically, it, if someone's working more significant hours or is in a lower income area, it's usually polite to go a bit later because they're more likely to get off no. later uh, for, like, a fishing job than someone would. Yeah. Is that true in this case or no, because lighting is a thing? Uh, fisher, uh, people that work the river in this era tend to work um, pretty much from sunup to sundown. Yeah. Uh, so it's, you know, if that's what they do, you don't know what they do there, you just know that they live there. Um, yeah. Though living but there... But neighborhoods run on the yeah. same block often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
it's typically better to see them in the morning when they're getting ready to go out than at night when they're getting back because they'll have gotten they'll have they'll have gotten you know back from a very long very rough very arduous day of work and asking questions they basically just want to get drunk and pass out um so it's not going to be the best to get that early mornings got it yeah so we go probably before sunup or around sunup tomorrow yes summer it can't be summer no No, it's it's early fall right yeah it's early fall fall. that's fine (laughs) it is the the it, it is brisk and chilly out well that doesn't mean it's not summer well, in that, yeah. In that case, I think um, hotel and then early night, maybe, perhaps. Unless you want to investigate a dig site at night. <laughs> no, I don't. You don't go to a dig site at night. That's how you fall in a hole and break your ankle. I'm going to go to the lab. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the hotel. <laughs> You could go by the lab. I could go talk to the fraternity. Yes. All right. Check in at the hotel. Yep. So after a after a bit of a drive, once more heading back south towards the campus, mm-hmm. you find yourselves once more at the Hotel Miskatonic. Yep. Gathering your things out of the car, you step inside and find yourselves in what can only be described as, for our modern sensibilities, a haunted mansion. Like, <laughs> it's a haunted mansion with everything except the mood. You have you have sweeping staircases going from the first floor up to the second floor, and then continuing back over the top of the lobby to a third floor. You've got elaborately decorated walls with paintings of famous in of famous and uh, well known figures of the of Arkham throughout the ages, with a large full body portrait of Thomas Arkham, the founder of the city, dead center on the second floor, directly above the reception desk. Like this is clue levels of of haunted house or murder or, mm-hmm. or murder mansion or whatever. Is it kept up though, or is this fairly like nice? Oh no, it is nice. It is okay. they they definitely have multiple teams of janitorial staff working around the clock to keep this place presentable because this is where everybody that comes to uh, that comes to Arkham to see the university stays yep. while they're seeing the university. So. <laughs> This is this your is first impression for the, the money. <laughs> yes. This is your money impression. And yep. a money impression is your best impression. Well, the bureau splurged, it seems. All right. You also That's know that it's, it is relatively cheap for the establishment mm-hmm. because they are courting money with the establishment. Yeah. And so it's yeah. one of those things where it's like, you know, the university tuition fees are really high, but the living cost of living is low. <laughs> yep. So. All right, go and check in. You check in. Uh there is there is a very severe looking woman at the register at the at the desk, you know, going over sort of watching you as you approach. Welcome to the Hotel Miskatonic. I will be your what's the word? Now I'm I'm blanking concierge. on the word. Concierge, thank you. I'll be your concierge. My name is Lila Strong. How may I assist you? 
we have rooms here under uh all uh thomas i misspelled that horribly but there it is yes <laughs> um Brissner left the G off. I did. Yeah, I concierge is a weird word. It is, and I and I and I left the G, which is the only letter I know, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> Anyways, um, ah, yes, you would be from the bureau. Yes. Uh, uh, I have your keys here, and we'll gladly fetch in. We'll gladly uh, have a busboy guide you to your room. Do you have any significant luggage we require assistance with? Uh, Bellboy, not busboy. Yes, I think I have. I probably would have. Mm, no, you get to decide what you brought with you because you have what a big. What did I bring with? Hang you on. have a big trunk that can fit a lot of stuff. I do. Because um, cars of the era are fucking huge. Yeah. Well, they kind of need to be. They did. Yeah. I take some of my, I took some of like my basic medical stuff, but not probably a whole lot because it's a missing persons case, not like an autopsy. Um, I think the biggest thing is I have, I have like a portable writing desk. Um, Do you have a wardrobe that you've brought with you? Uh, not a full like thing. I assume, it, I assume it wouldn't fit with Amelia's wardrobe. No. That's the other thing. Hey, that's at my summer house that I totally own that um, will own a season of. I'm renting a summer home. Yep, yep, yep. So that that's my biggest thing. But other than that, like, she's she's got some... Oh, I did take a dictaphone. <laughs> Yeah, so you have that. Those are pretty big. Those are fairly large. Yep. So I've got I've got like some substantial luggage. I'll yeah, bring that up. I definitely have luggage. It seems like it's probably mostly clothes and a fairly nice a stuffel bag. So uh, a uh, a quick ring of the bell and a young man who looks to be more refrigerator than man appears to carry your luggage for you. Thank He's you. He's more refrigerator now than man. <laughs> twisted and damn it Frieza go away <laughs> please be careful with with that uh, it's got delicate electronics the dictaphone that I want to break they're fancy you are rapidly led to what appears to be one of the more premium suites of the hotel uh, you go to the top floor which is the fifth floor for edifice which means up a lot of stairs but you know whatever yeah. Uh, and it's basically the it's basically there's a no elevator. No, there's no elevator. Not yet. Okay. The, the, you can you can see you can see signs of construction. There is an elevator being installed, ah. but it's not functional yet. All right. Um, the uh, you get to the top. You get to, and and so basically, if you were to draw a straight line from your door down, directly down below your door would be the concierge desk. Okay. So it's like literally at the top, right above in the middle of this hotel. And the hotel is one of those like, you know, vaguely U-shaped buildings where it's got, you know, two large wings and big main section. Okay. Uh, open you're at the bottom of the U. Yeah, you're where the front door would be, which is sort of in the middle of that. Yeah. Um, you open the, the doors are opened before you and you see a fairly large suite. 
complete with two rooms, uh, one off to the one side and one off to the other, uh, and a balcony view that looks over the, co- the central courtyard of the hotel. Uh, the suite is large enough to give you in to give you in uh, in in practical physical terms, you could fit probably your entire office back at the bureau into this living area. Yep. Not the bedrooms, just the living area. Yep. Uh, plenty of space with a built-in with it with an with an in, with a with a kitchen area inside the suite as well. Uh. With a small mini refrigerator that is very loud, because refrigerators of the era are very loud. Uh, and the bellboy brings in your stuff, sets them down in places so that you can organize yourselves. Uh, if you require any assistance, you need only pull the cord, he says, indicating the uh, there's a, a velvet rope hanging by the front door. That is apparently the, the you know, the call... The mm-hmm. service, the service button, as it were. Yep. Uh, and uh, breakfasts are. He lists the time for breakfast, dinner, lunch, all the various meals, as well as uh, if you receive any mail, it will all be delivered to you in the evening. Um, your stay has been paid for by the bureau, so you're here basically as long as the as long as the thing takes. Yep. I thank him, and I will give him a tip. Uh which is not something I put on the incidentals, uh, but I think is useful. So I do Absolutely. that. Yeah, you can give him a... How, how nice of a tip? Um, the so, high end of average. Okay. Basically. Better than, not ridiculous, but... Better than normal, but better not... Better than normal. Not, not obscene. Yep. It's good. It's good to tip if you need. Uh, he took up up to the fifth floor, and also if we need him to carry something up later, that is weird. That's all. <laughs> so, uh, bellboy, can you help me with this giant uh, skeleton thing? Yeah, I was thinking <laughs> that, bodies. That might be alive, might not. <laughs> Listen, I've taken weird medical samples. Sometimes you need someone to carry it. <laughs> And it's easier when you say, just don't worry about it. <laughs> if you've already tipped them you, in advance. Uh, you tip well. He tells you that his name is Carl, K-A-R-L. If you need any further All assistance, right. please call. And he closes the door behind him and leaves. Well, this is quite, this is quite extravagant. <laughs> I'll take uh, the right one. If you, all right, sure. I will go in and begin like slightly unpacking. Okay. Um, I'm gonna put the the sample vial in the fridge, uh, cause that's got marrow in it. You do indeed. I will put my luggage bag on the little luggage bag, ropey thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. All That's right. what it's called. <laughs> I don't know what it's actually I called. I don't know either. I don't I like either, it. It's but a good... we'll go with that. But we all know what it is. Yeah, we all know what it is. And we all know that, like, in a movie, if someone puts their bag on it, that is something about their character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I unpack uh, very, 
She's got very practical clothes. How many like, sets of the same suit do you have? Pretty much. And like a white lab coat type deal. Uh, just in case. Uh, yeah. Make sure I lay it out. Make sure it's 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 not getting it's not all too wrinkled because I think like all of my shirts are linen because I was that person. Uh, also, uh, also as a note, the hotel has electric light has electric lighting as well perfect. as as well as gas heating. So yeah, I will I will turn those on. This is great. Um, and uh, after kind of laying everything out, I take off my shoes and I lie back on the bed for a minute. <laughs> Feel the feel the heat radiating off the bottom of your feet as you're just like finally off of them, and the muscles uh, can realize that oh hey, I'm not working anymore. It was a long drive, long drive, Ooh. and a lot of walking. All right. Oh, so, anything in particular that the two of you are doing tonight, aside from unpacking? I do. This is going to keep bothering her if she doesn't do it. So she's going to do it. Um, going to call uh, the medical center on campus and uh, set up a lab space for me. Okay. There is a, there is a phone. There is a, uh, it's, it, this is a, uh, this is a, um, uh, what's it called? A operator phone system. Mm. So like you pick up the phone. There's no, yep. there's no spinny wheel or anything. You just pick up the phone and a voice is there. Yep. Um, you get connected over to the you get connected over to the campus, who then connects you over to the uh, operating hospital, um, mm -hmm. and you get on the other side. Why, well, hello there. This is Doc Waldron. How might I be of assistance today? Now, Nina, this is a voice and a name you are very familiar with. Oh, no. Old Doc okay. Waldron is the college doctor. Like, not a teaching doctor, the actual Sawbones. <laughs> See students and stuff? And he has been here since before you were born. You're not certain how old he is, but he has been a fixture of the of the university for as long as anyone can remember. He is this old, very genial man, dark skin, gray hair, brown eyes, always ready with a smile and a joke uh, and a story about his service in the war. Which war changes regularly, but it was the war. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Um, just this old, with a, with that smooth as butter southern voice, you know, that, that southern baritone. And it's just a very pleasant person to speak to and be around. Mm -hmm. Also, be cautious because you will lose time when you're hanging out with him because yep. he will talk forever and you'll realize it's been a day. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Got it. What's up, Doc? <laughs> now, if I do recall my voices, which I do very well. This sounds like young Nina Thomas. Correct. Am I correct? Oh. You are correct. It has certainly been an age since I've heard your dulcet tones. 
It has. I'm so glad to hear yours again. I am actually in town for business with the FBI. Oh, you done went on and found yourself a federale badge, I see. I did, and I um, need some lab space while I'm in town. I have a sample that I'd like to take a look at. Well, certainly. Would you care to provide any amount of practical instruction to some of our medical students, or would you be wanting a private laboratory? Private lab, thank you very much. I actually didn't go on to get my medical uh, doctorate. Oh, that's all right. Neither did I. Anyways... (laughs) You've heard this story. He was a he was an army medic. He never got his doctorate. He was a medic. Yeah. Um, and he the reason why he has this post is because he has performed more surgery in the field than any of the doctors at the hospital have actually performed surgery. Yep. Uh, including on uh, including on an Arkham that was serving in the military at the time. And so, favor for a favor, he ended up getting a very prestigious and very well-paid post where yep. he can basically do whatever the fuck he wants and no one gives uh, him shit about it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And also, he is the... Like, he's, he doesn't teach. He's mm-hmm. not a teacher. He is the legit surgeon doctor. Yep. So... Well, no, you come on by after teaching hours and we can get you a lab all to yourself. Is that possible tonight? I've got something that's niggling at my brain. Oh, well, if you don't mind, if you don't mind old Doc Waldron cleaning up around you, you absolutely can. Perfectly fine. Thank you so much. Well, we'll see you in just a few then. Are you staying Hang over up. at that Miskatonic? Did you hang up yes, in the middle I of the sentence? Like I had. Yes, I, I like was halfway there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Going, I'm like, yes, yes, I am. Mm, I bet they got you in one of them good suites. You being a federale and all that, right? It is, yes. Oh yeah, no. I remember when they were putting in them suites. As a matter of fact, as I recall, there was an accident when they were putting in the electronics on some of those more fancy ones. You know, the electric lights and all that. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah. You'll have to tell me more about that when I come. When I come over. Worker, after one this. of the workers electrocuted himself. Shot himself damn near across the room. It was hilarious if he hadn't died. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds fascinating. Uh, I so look forward to more of these stories. Um, But right now, my feet are killing me. All right. Well, I'll see you when you come on by then. Yeah, you take care of yourself, young Nina Thomas. Yep. (laughs) Click. (laughs) This is going to keep going. Oh, yeah. All right. And then um, I come out kind of in the main area and... um, um, Amelia, I um, set up uh, a lab space for myself. Um, Ready to head over then? Amelia has probably dressed down like a little bit, so it's not quite so formal for going to interview frat students. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Yep, ready. Um, Grab some. Eh, It's only like six. Yeah, could eat later. It's fine. I don't want to go eat before I go in the lab. That's a recipe for disaster. Go down to the to um 
We're pretty close to the university, right? We could probably yeah, just you're, walk. you're right across the street from the university. Yeah. You're a little bit down the way, down the street from the teaching hospital. If you look on the map, uh, you are uh, building number one, which is along the northern, uh, which is along the southern side of West College Street. Okay. Um, the teaching college building J, which if you go down West College Street uh, to the end of the block, it's on the other side. Um, I don't think we have the university map up right now. We have the... You have it in your handouts. Oh, no, in that's handouts. the handouts. Never mind. Yeah, you have it in your handouts. Yeah, sorry. It's hard for me to navigate around this thing. No problem. Um, uh, uh, if it's within reasonable walking distance for me, yeah, though, I'll, no, I'll probably just do that. It's very reasonable walking distance. Yeah, and the fraternities, are they farther away? Uh, or... No, the fraternities are around the same block. They're actually uh, just just south across West Pickman Street is where some of them are. Fratern uh, fr fraternities and, and sororities aren't on campus grounds. They are separate yep. buildings that have been rented out specifically mm -hmm. by those fraternities and sororities. Oh. Yep. I assume that we can find a specific one pretty easily because often they have like... Oh, yeah, they have like signs. Yeah. 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 Things. All right. All right, so... Dr. Nina Thomas heads west yep. along West College Street towards the teaching college, while Amelia heads south across West Pickman Street to find the location of the Omega Psi Zeta uh, frat, which you find very easily uh, as it is all lit up with lights on the inside. It's a, it's a three-story house endeavor. Uh, looks like, you know, some fairly well put together on the outside at least only one broken window that you can see that's been boarded up um and as you walk up to the door and try the handle and open it up because it's unlocked you hear from the inside and now our 27th annual celebration for those who have passed Someone who is very drunk is just yelling at the top of his lungs, trying to organize something. And you can definitely hear there is a raucous level of party going on. Today, we are celebrating the, the, the life of our missing friend, Gerald Baker. And there is a mixture of woos and boos <laughs> sort of simultaneously. Followed immediately by a chanting of chug, 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 chug. And that's where we're going to leave off for this week. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>